This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence Podcast, where I give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. Now, today's a little different because, um, as you know, we're doing Building Agency Part uh, 4, and you actually heard me say in Part 3 that I was going to try to do technology in that one, and then I got a call from who? Our buddy Ryan Deeds, and he said, Cass, when it comes to technology, we need to. I need to be telling. And dude, he knows more about it. So I'm like, okay, this is great. This is really, really great. So I'm, if I'm correct, you're not a licensed insurance agent, right? Right? No, nope, okay. not at all. Okay. All right. So see, I, it's not real agents inside real agencies, but he does work in agencies and real agencies. And he knows the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. So that's why I brought him on. Ryan, thanks for joining us today for part four, the last part of technology of building an agency. Yeah, man, I'm stoked about it. When I saw you were doing that series, you know, some of the things that I dream about at night, right? Laying down the oh, bed. Oh, shoot. It really oh, is, shoot. man. It's like somebody comes to me and says, hey, I'm building a new agency. How would you do that? You know, oh, bro, mine just kind of explodes because now with all the stuff that's out there, it's so much easier than it was back in the day. And so I thought, hey, you know, maybe maybe Mr. Cass will have me on and we could chit chat about it. Ryan, because maybe not everybody knows they can go back and listen to the prior podcast, but give them, speed them up to what you do today so they can relate as you're telling them this stuff. Sure. I work with a multitude of insurance agencies on how to facilitate data, what they do with data, how they leverage data and monetize it. And then I also do quite a bit of consulting for those firms on technology, where they're going, what they should buy, you know, how do they set this up for scalability long term? And in my past, I've run insurance agency IT doing just that. You know, I always came mm -hmm. to agencies though with legacy stuff that we had to then modernize, which I think is always harder than if you could just look at it from the start and say, okay, we're going to go fresh with it. So that's yeah. a, that's it's really like been one of my dreams. It's like, yeah, now I get to actually kind of talk through it with you. And you know, you've said something, um, uh, oh man, I already forgot because you've already got me onto so many different things. But the way some of the things that you've said about technology is that that I like is is you know, there's there was the things that the big boys were doing, right? And that was just maybe in 05, 2000, you just couldn't do it if you were the little main street guy. But now technology has changed and, and data can be transferred to where now the little guy, four, five, six, seven people can have the same kind of technology power because it's become less expensive. Am I wrong? No, right? I, I think you're dead on. I think today in today's world, you know, a nimble firm that has a good strategy, even if you're two people, three people starting it up, starting it up from the with the right perspective in mind, the capabilities and the things that you can deliver today to both your internal staff and your external customers are so much more significant. And back in the day, you used to have to go buy all these servers and all this stuff. Now you can buy a fraction of a thing and spend very mm -hmm. little money on it and have a massive amount of capabilities for it. Yeah. 
right. So we talked about who um, uh, them discovering who they are, getting their markets, prospecting, servicing. Now they're looking before they're getting ready to take this leap. And they're saying, what technology do I need? I hear Cass talk about this. I hear Deeds talk about this. I hear Hanley talk about this. I We don't care about anything other than this is your next 15, 20 minutes. What do you, what would you do? Where would you start if you went and got your license knowing what you know? I mean, from, you know, it, it, to me, commitment. High level. Commitment is is more than is is more important than anything else because, like you've heard me say multiple times, there's uh, every tool that's out there, every agency management system that's out there will solve the problem. So it's really about a commitment to the agency management system that you choose, the phone system that you choose, and how to leverage those the most effectively. You know, mm -hmm. and so for me, first and foremost, I'm going to pick an agency management system. I'm probably going to go with something small, something easy. You know, um, okay. AMS 360 or Epic in place. Then I'm going to okay. have to get some. Some kind of uh, phone system and I'm probably not gonna I'm probably gonna get some cloud-based phone system you know Shortel Mitel has something that you can just buy off the shelf plug Might into your voice yeah actually right you know and now as long as it has video and all that stuff I really if I was doing it right now I would go with a teams based phone system or a zoom based phone system so we could have that video because mm. you need to underpin long term I think video communication is part of your overall strategy on the sales perspective because it allows your time to scale so much more effectively interesting never heard anybody say that that was that's good right there that's good so AMS phone um, I said a long time ago as we start to collect data I believe that one of the areas we lose the most data is the phone system. I truly believe we don't need to go there right now, but I truly believe the phone system is antiquated and it is ripe for takeover now, especially with AI and video. It's ripe for takeover. I think we're going to look at these phones here very soon and be like, man, can you imagine? Remember when we used to just pick it up and it would do the old ring or ring a ring? Um, I think that that's important. Um, you, you talk about you're going to go there and you're going to look at AMS and you're going to look at what other kind of, of things are you going to look? How do you, where should they be looking at data at how they could service better? Well, sales? I, mean, I think, I think data has to be an overall strategy. And so like one of the things, um, Salesforce is a good spot, but they have a tool, um, that they, that tracks everything that happens in an organization. So how many emails, who you sent those emails to that helps you collect that information to be able to determine so and if you brought that on, on the inset you know you've got three people in there you've got small subscriptions to these services every time you send an email out it's helping prompt you hey you've talked to this person 14 times here's the thing it's collecting these data markers on it because yeah i think that when you come in you've got to say i want to be able to look at the whole stewardship report think about it from a stewardship report perspective every client that i have of value i want to be able to create an automatic stewardship report i want to show them how much activity we're doing how what, what are the results of that activity what have we given them what have we promised them how have we delivered on those promises what have they fallen down on with those promises? Uh, and so to me as, as you, an agent you're saying collecting that and letting your client know hell yeah i mean a stewardship wow. report is a, never heard of a stewardship report before ryan yeah i mean a stewardship report is so we sell an intangible product that if everything goes great for the, the client, they don't have to use it. Then at the end of the year, they're like, well, what the hell? Why am I doing business with you? Right. I'm going to give you something at that pre-renewal that's going to show you the 30 things that you did that you forgot about on that renewal date that shows you the activities, the things, how many times we talked on the phone, what we discussed this about. Wow. That's an operationally arduous thing. But if you bring in the right technology, they can kind of automate that collection of that. So then you have this printout, your 
you send over a PDF, you have that discussion. Now the renewal process, you're taking that intangible product and you're making it tangible. They understand, oh, you talk to the, 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 my, you talk to five of my my employees that I didn't even know about as a CEO. You helped them out with this. You advised them on that. These are all captured in the stewardship report that helps justify that renewal where those other agents that are coming in trying to steal that business, they don't have that. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to kind of quantify, this is the work that we did for you. This is why you need mm -hmm. us in the mix. We talked gotcha. to five carriers for you and all this stuff. And so stewardship report and larger organizations are uh, the top 20% of the clients in a large organization are getting some form of stewardship report. Absolutely. Dude, dude Ryan, I have never heard you or anybody else talk about this. And I will say you kind of led into it though. If you don't have an, a management system or some kind of software that's tracking everything you're doing, you can't produce the damn stewardship report. That's and right. I remember you've sent me a couple things and said, Cass, if you ever want me to create this dashboard for you, here's some things we could do. When you have that dashboard, it's easy then. If you're tracking that stuff, then it's got to be just as another way to put it into a stewardship report. That's absolutely correct. And I think the other thing we're always looking for from my perspective is why did X person leave the organization? Why did I lose yeah. a client? And if all I have is, hey, they gave us a call and said there's cheaper rates, then I have no data. But now if I've brought in, if I'm a new agency, I'm definitely doing MPS, right? I'm doing that promoter score across the board. There's no doubt about it. It's too cheap, too easy to implement. Awesome. I'm absolutely tracking all the, some kind of system that looks at all the emails and phone calls that I have. Not so much from a metric like productivity metric, but more so when I come at the end of the year and I can say, look, we spent 308 minutes on the phone. You know, mm -hmm. client X, these are the things that we discussed. These are the things mm -hmm. that we talked about. We, in an agency, we would typically create something called a, um, a marker where the, the employee would then go into the system and put it. In. So we talked for 15 minutes about your strategy client on how to reduce your workers comp claims, you know, right. Well, the CEO of, of the agency would never know that. The CEO of their company might never know that because maybe I'm talking to somebody three levels down. But when I bring that, when I empower the producer or the person who's going out for the renewal with the stewardship report, now it quantifies the work that is being done. And so as I look at all, when you think about an agency and all the things an agency does, how do you capture that on a year where there was no claims, where you couldn't really justify your existence to that client? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, in, in a claim situation, that's where you're supposed to shine. And if you don't shine, you're going to lose that client. But in a non-claims year is when you're really open for another agent to come in and take that business by promising something. What tools have you delivered? What tools did you give to the client to help make their business better? You know, at what, mm -hmm. what things have you done for them. And so when I think of, so if you think of be about being able to deliver all the things that you've done in an organization, what are the systems that you need to have in place to make sure you capture all of those fundamental um, blocks so you can quantify that to that client on the renewal, it makes a renewal easy then for them. I agree. Emphatically uh, agree. And you know, also when you talk about tools, a different way to look at it also is you said something that you said, we sell an intangible product but the client today demands tangible tools, right? Even electronic signatures, that online servicing, being able to pay their bill, their mobile app. Well, the, those are not tools. The those are, I know, but those, those are not come tools. Come on. Why? No, man, Why? no, those, those are normal. If electronic signatures is a tool in your life, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, never once has a mortgage broker sent me a, an electronic signature document and I've been like, oh... This is a great value add. No, that's how that shit should be done, right? And if it's not done that way, now you're backwards. No, a tool is 
I'm going to give you access to a risk management library for your type of organization gotcha. that allows you to get articles to help you understand what's going on in your realm. I'm going to produce some kind of content to you over time on a quarterly basis to update you about your industry. Those are tools, right? Here is an OSHA log. Those are tools. I mean, specific gotcha. things, that not, not e-signatures, not e-payments. Those are like shit you should have in place already. And with all and the, the small guy does it, Ryan, you wouldn't but, believe but it's it. It's so bro. easy though, but it's, it's a lack of awareness. And if I'm a starting out in the agency, what I'm doing first is writing down those kind of things like e-signatures. That's just a, that's a, that's cutting the grass. Look, I have this philosophy where we got to cut the grass before we can get the flowers, right? I don't give a damn how many pretty flowers you got. If you ain't cutting the grass, you know, so cutting the grass to me is e-signatures, electronic payment collection, um, you know, just, just kind of the basic stuff that we see in most modern organizations today. And as how e you can call ePay policy, not pitching that product. There's a ton, ton of them out there. You can call them in right now. And in 20 minutes, you can be doing e-payments. You know, you can get NPS and, and by 15 different people and you can do that in, in less than a day. And so this stuff is not hard to do. It's implementationless. Tool, tool is weather check. I love weather check, right? Weather check is a so weather check is a piece as a software as a service company that you upload your client list and they will text your client as weather events happen. So the hey, we have hail coming in, it's large, it's gonna hit your your cars, pull them inside. Hey, this flood happened on these streets. It's a touch point from your agency yes. to them. That is a proactive engagement that is an actual tool that that really the problem that your clients don't have to ha use, they're just getting data from that, you know, and it's implementationless. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, AK Agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. And so... Dude. You know, a lot implementationless. Of I like yes. how you use that word. That that, that we like hearing that, right? Because that's yeah. our weakness. That like is that. that is the problem. And both sides. I mean, I see a lot of large agencies throw a lot of tools at clients. Those clients never leverage those tools because the agency doesn't spend the time to say, this is valuable to you. This is how we're going to use it. We have a feedback loop that goes on, right? We right. just give them the software and say, hey, go to use it. And then I've seen I've seen clients get lost to another agency that brings in the same tool, and but they've just shown it better. You know, they've shown how to use it better. And that's when the CEO like blows up, comes storming and gets mad at everybody. But yeah, I mean, that tools are not those, those, those basic things that you have to have in modern business. I agree. I, I agree. Okay. All right. That, that was very, that was actually very, I know that doesn't sound it, but it's very profound and it's very good for you, for them to hear that there is a lot. I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say 50% of people out there don't use e-signatures. I don't get it though. Like, okay, if I'm a, if I'm a 400 person insurance agency, I can understand why I don't because it's hard to implement. If right. I'm a 20 person insurance agency and I'm not using e-signatures because I don't want to, 
you're just, I just don't get it. I probably, don't get it. probably 20 people are. So they say that 70% of the independent agents out there are like five people and below, according to statistic, statistic right. for big, big guy. So that's where you get a lot of this. They don't necessarily have it. I mean, people in the mastermind that we were looking at, we were asking them what products that they have. Almost every one of them have ePay policy. Then I can go to some other place and I can talk to agents and they, no, I'm not going to get that ePay policy. Why would my client want it? Oh, I don't know why they'd want to make a payment electronically. You know, yeah. are you serious? Or, or so, reduce staff. I mean, it's going to it's gonna re- allow you to reallocate your staffing dollars mm-hmm. because otherwise you're, you're key- getting something to print invoices, put them in an envelope, send them out, check up on the payment. I mean, the same thing with all these solutions. Electronic signatures has more impact for a three-person organization than it probably does for a 20-person organization. Because that three-person organization doesn't have to hire a fourth individual to be able to cover. I mean, if you had EPOP payments, if you had electronic signatures, and you had MPS in place, and you're three or four people, you're not having to hire a secretary or somebody to do that. You can now hire a niche person or somebody who's better at coverage or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very, very good. So you talked about those cases um, in Salesforce a little bit, cases, opportunities that allows that to be tracked to where if um, somebody calls into my office and they say, because I'm on Neon Salesforce and they call in, they say, hey, I want to add or delete a vehicle. We'd open up a case and now everything gets tracked. I don't even have to send emails from inside Salesforce, I could send it outside of that, and it still by a little a little link gets tracked back into the case, right? right. It's like it's like magic shit. Right. But but here's my thing: this is what agents have been asking for probably for the last five, six, seven years from our Epics, from our Vertifors. Help us map that client journey, right? Whether it's during the sales process, before the sales process, after renewal, why? Why is it a Salesforce and now those products like Varuna that are being built on it that are going to take advantage of that? How long, much longer, Ryan, does that take before those systems start to say, we can help you do that? Because they can't do it like like these others can. Well, the, the challenge is this. I mean, you're the, Epic and Sajita and Vertifor, all those guys, they are not going to base their product design decisions upon five to 40 to 50 person shops when a BB&T that has 8,000 licenses, 10,000 licenses and four pieces of software that do these very specific things need Epic to do X or Sajita to do Y. That's what they're going to focus on. So, I mean, to me, you've got to go get the, go get the right tool for the right job, learn how to use it. Don't waste. I mean, Salesforce is one of those buckets that in my, in my agencies, if you said who has Salesforce, they'd everybody raise their hand. If you said who uses it well, nobody would raise their hand. Right. And it's super freaking expensive, you know, it is, it is. but on a small shop where you're defining culture at the very beginning, that's where you can really set some guidelines. The, uh, oftentimes the problem is there's so much going on that, that they're like, oh, well, there's no reason for me to record all this. It's just me, Bob and Sally that are working. I do think that you're right. But that sets the culture because then you've got to hire a Harriet and a Billy to be able to t- pick up your mess and your profitability starts to go crazy you know so true, and so bro. so if, true Ryan. if you have that discipline at that early level it's so much easier long term you know 
Mm-hmm. Gosh. And, and loyal listeners, listen, if you're that agent we're trying to speak to that, this is the reason why you're listening to this. This was all of episode one is finding out who you are. You know, something you threw in there is, do I want e-signatures? What are these things? Whenever we have um, Brainshare, we call them the non-negotiables, okay? So Brainshare is an open forum, 150 of us in this room, and and we just pass the microphone and talk. One thing we will not discuss is um, if we should have an AMS or not. We will not discuss if we should have a mobile app or not. We will not discuss, there's there's like these non-negotiables and every year we add to them because you really will have people in the room who want to have that conversation. It's like, listen, if you do have that question, it's not that it's bad, but we're talking about much bigger, much deeper things that you should have already been doing if you've been in. Now, if you're new, you may not know this. If you're coming from Allstate and you're listening to this, this is new because they've used to have the software's always done that for them. The service right. has always been done for them. Now they're having their eyes open up to what Jason Cass and many other independent agents go through every day of having to deal with our technology stacks that stop, suck in this thing. And that's the one thing that's nice about what do you not like about that? You, know, I mean, I think our technology stack is ridiculous. Well, I mean, I, I think, again, it's, it's more about – I've heard more people complain about – AMSs or CRMs or X, Y, and Z. And you're like, well, okay, how much time have you devoted to learning that tool? How many times a year do you go to training for that? How many times have you had, you know, some kind of refresher on that? Well, we learned it once five years ago and it sucks. Well, okay, you're using five-year-old stuff. You're not updating your workflows. You're not keeping current. And so, you know, while I agree that technology is daunting, it's, it's, it's just like I've had producers buy a super fancy Canon camera and come in and say, Ryan, show me how to use this camera. I'm like, screw you, dude. I'm not going to show you how to use that. Go take 5,000 pictures and then come back with some legitimate questions and limitations that it can't do. And I can help you figure that out. But we just want to buy a bunch of shit, put it together and say, oh, it doesn't work. Of course it doesn't freaking work. You know? I'm You've embarrassed got to- right now, Ryan. I'm hiding You've- behind the, the wall. I mean, you've got to spend the time. We're all guilty of this. We, we are. We are. And, and, you, and it's not just our industry. Mm-hmm. I work closely with a lot of dentists. Dentists are like, oh, my software sucks. Does it? Or do you just suck because you don't want to send three employees off to learn that and come back and train everybody else up and then do that on a biannual basis? If you did that twice a year for your agency management software, I don't care what it is. You're learning how to use the wrench. Every wrench has its own limitations, but I guarantee most of our agencies that are listening to this and out there, period, have not hit the limitations of the wrench. They've hit the limitations of their budget allotment to spend money to learn that wrench. I mean, that's that's what I see way more. Mm. Loyal listeners, mark the time. It's 20 minutes, so (laughs) when this is over, you can go back and listen to that. That was good stuff, Ryan. Ryan, you – yeah, I – you – you, 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 um, you sell your talents for an honest uh, man's wage, no doubt. Uh, there's just not anybody in the world that could pick you up. But here's the deal. You have a special gift for understanding what's going on in our agency. And the thing that I like is, is you've made me feel uncomfortable a couple times. And I know that that's when I, that's when growth happens. That's you know right, what I mean? Man. No doubt about I, I, it, brother. I need to hear you say that stuff. I need to quit saying that some of those things are tools because you write that those are just, those are just a constant, right? That's just, that's over and above. So uh, I really like that. I really always like uh, wrapping this thing up, man. Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, what, what, is there anything else that you want to add? Is there anything else that that new person should be thinking about with technology? I do. I mean, I think that 
don't invest in the tool unless you're going to invest in, have a culture of training, a culture of learning, a culture of iteration around it. Because what you will have is a culture of frustration and of blaming if you don't do that. And so, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a small shop, I have the ability to really tightly define those cultures, define those rules and make sure that I'm trained up on that. A person that's well-trained on the tool that you're leveraging is probably as effective as three people that are not. And so again, uh, to, for me, reduction of headcount, re you know, keeping that low is going to be mm -hmm. paramount to your profitability. Um, and I also would never try to implement 10 different things at one time from a new system perspective. You know, obviously when you start out new, you've got to bring in your AMS phone system, stuff like that. Just give yourself a little bit of freedom. Make sure that you're, you're, you forgive yourself for screwing up. Keep trying to learn it though. And don't look at that tool over there. That's going to be so much better than the tool that I have today. Cause it's probably not, you know, it's just mm -hmm. learn how to use what you got and leverage that. I tell people to stop buying shit all the time because it's like, dude, you have a bunch of stuff already, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. but that's that, yeah man and so I, i'm always about talking i love thinking about new agents no. and stuff on how i would set that up on a tactical level man because it's a very different world than it was back in the day mm -hmm. you know it has a, it has the same correlation but it's a little different in the fact that um i heard billy williams talking to to a current agency that was actually at Brainshare in vegas and somebody asked a question and this was the first time i'd ever heard him say that when they were saying well where would you start billy and billy has a thing that he challenges people everybody says go to a conference and at least take one thing away he says go to a conference take one thing away but also find one thing that you shouldn't be doing anymore right sure. so that so that you can equalize and find that time it's easy to say yeah i'm going to add this thing on and then you don't have any more time but if you eliminate something you will but one of the things he said, which I really liked, is he said, if you are going to build something, if you have a piece of property and you are going to build um, a building on it or something, what would be the first thing that you would do? And people were raising their hand. Oh, go get a loan. No, you know, hey, get it surveyed. No, da, 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 da. All these people asked, answer these questions. So the first thing you would do is you would clean the site. Right. You would clean it off to where you can build and get it prepped out. And I think that if you're starting a new agency or you have an agency and you're ready to grow and get out, that's where we got to start, right? We got to prep the site. We got to know who we are. We got to understand what, who we're going after, what the limitations are, what are true, true tools that we need, right? So I really, really do. I really agree with you. And I love that. Anything else you want to add? And there's an advantage. I mean, if you're, a, if you're, if you're starting out, Understand that digital transformation from these large organizations like a Willis, like these gigantic companies, they can't do it. You can. You can go out and get one piece of software that fundamentally changes your whole deal and you can implement it in a week and get that done. And now you have a better customer experience. These guys are stuck in this constant trying. I mean, that's why we see carriers take forever to modernize because they're so big. Little is nimble. Nimble is an advantage, you know, and, and if you can maximize your advantage over the, the slodge, the slowness, that's where you got to be. You know, you can make decisions quicker. You can implement stuff faster. You can fail more rapidly, you know, and so I think that it, as you look at all the challenges that a, that a small organization faces, you also have some significant advantages mm -hmm. over large organizations. Son of a bitch, man. This was so good. This really was a lot better than I thought, Ryan. Um, it's been, I don't know, five, ten months or whatever since we've done this. We got to keep doing this more. Dude, love it, love it, love it. The loyal listeners love it. 
Um, if, uh, you know, right now, Ryan is, uh, you can find him. You've been doing a lot of things on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, your, da- your daughter is just adorable. <laughs> it yeah. can actually be. Boy, she's, uh, she doesn't hold back. You know what I mean? Talks she's- with Tori. Yeah, that's been fun as hell, actually. She's so funny, man. She'll be like, hey, dad, do we get any new comments today? <laughs> And she'll like look at it and she'll get like misty eyed when she's reading these. She's like, they really like me. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, so yeah, that's cool been fun. All of her friends and her, you know, they dominate the Snapchat and the other things. And here she is killing it on LinkedIn. That's right. That's right. And that's what she it. thinks about. It. She's like, Dad, you think that this will pay off when I'm older? I'm like, yes, I think it will. So that's really, <laughs> yes, that's been a cool will. thing. You yes, know? it will. Hey, good talking to you, man. Uh, you we'll too, see brother. You I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. That's right. And to all you loyal listeners, you know I do what I do. I do it for you. This has been Jason Cass, an agency intelligence podcast where we give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Jason Cass and Ryan Deeds, and we are out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.